guys, welcome back to Pain to Purpose, the podcast where I share my real life experiences in turning my pain into purpose, to inspire others in working through trauma, mental illness, and just real life events. I'm your host, Alyssa Weiss, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about addiction again, part two. So if you have been waiting for this episode, you know that I had to put it off a couple of days ago because I never quit smoking. And um, I was really beating myself up for not quitting. However, you know, I could have made the choice to continue beating myself up or to be kinder to myself and understand that there's still a lesson in the fact that I hadn't quit smoking. And for me, you know, I was really comfortable sitting in my shit and beating myself up. And like by doing that, by continuing to sit in my shit made me continue to self-sabotage. And what I mean by that is the fact that I was already beating myself up I opened space for doubt, fear, anger, anxiety, all of these things to come in. And something that's comfortable for me is using substances to avoid those feelings or to cope with those feelings. And in that moment that I didn't quit and I was beating myself up, it felt easier for me to continue smoking. And so in the first addiction episode, I told you guys that the day before and the day of, I had smoked one cigarette. After I recorded that episode, I think I smoked six or seven for three or four days after. And you know, I just, every time I smoked a cigarette, I was punching the air because I was like, you know what, I'm, I have other people that rely on me. And there was still that head and that heart disconnect because I had my mind made up, but my heart still wasn't in it. And you can't change someone until they change themselves. I know that's something I said in the last addiction episode is you can't change someone unless they want to change themselves. And I really had to sit down the past week and ask myself, what is it that I'm still avoiding? What is it that I'm still so afraid of changing and why am I so afraid of this change? What about quitting is so hard for me because I've done it before and I know that if I've done it before, I can do it again, but why does this time feel so different? And I think it's because I put so much pressure on myself, especially now that I do have so many people watching me so closely, is I have to make decisions with others in mind. So it's not just about me anymore. And when you start doing something like that and you put that amount of responsibility on yourself, I feel like it is really easy to get caught in the negative because when there's something valuable inside of you, the devil will fight you really, really hard when he knows that there's something valuable inside of you. Because I was scrolling through Instagram the other day and I saw somebody else talking on a podcast. I don't remember who. I feel bad that I don't remember who. But he was saying that if you were the devil's favorite, he'd be like, oh, that's okay. She's my favorite. I don't have to worry about her. And I want to say that that was me when I was 14 because of the low place I was in, the low vibration I was at, that 
I was his favorite. He was like, oh, you don't have to worry about her. She's exactly where I need her to be. She's not winning. She's not doing anything productive. But now that I've switched that narrative for me, I feel like the devil's trying to fight me really, really hard right now in many different ways. I almost didn't film or record at all today. And I was like, you know what? I still have to show up. This isn't about me. This is for other people too. And God has put me on this planet to impact others and share my experiences for others. And so if I allow the devil to get in my way and step in between me and my goals, then I'm letting God down and I'm not serving my purpose. And I like to lead with God in the forefront of everything that I, that I do because without God, I feel like we have nothing. And I don't just want to make this podcast religious or spiritual or whatever, because when I say God, just think of your higher power, whether that's a law, whether that's Jesus, whether that's the universe, whatever it may be, okay? When I say God, let's just think of a higher power because that's just the easiest way for me to explain it. But um, I just know that there's so much that I'm meant to do here on this planet. And knowing that alone, I feel like can be really stressful for a lot of people because we're all here for a reason. And it's funny to me because all, it's not really funny, but it is funny to me because all of my friends that struggle with addiction and substances, some of my friends are around my age when I was also struggling with those things. I'm like, dude, girlfriend, bro, like I was you. And that's the beautiful thing about life is you're not a tree. You're going to be uprooted and you're going to move and you're going to change and you're going to grow, but you're not going to be planted in the same place forever. It's really inspiring, but also heartbreaking to do what I do because I've had a couple people and a really close friend of mine reach out to me talking about some more of their experiences after that first episode came out last week. And some of the things that I heard broke my heart into a million tiny little pieces because it reminded me, one, not only how far I had come, but two, that addiction is an ugly, ugly mess. And addiction can put people in very dangerous situations. And I will never, ever come on this podcast and share anybody else's business. That is not my place. That will never be my place. And I will always respect my friends. I may talk about briefly a situation that occurred, but I will never use names. I will never talk about them or their experiences. I want to talk to one of my homegirls really quick, and I'm not going to say her name because I think she's going to know who she is when she listens to this. Hi, homegirl. My heart really goes out to you right now. I know that you're doing the best that you can to fight this addiction. And I know it's really, really hard being in high school trying to fight addiction because of the people that you're around. I know that you don't want to do this anymore. You don't want to feel like this anymore. And I know you're hurting really bad. I can see it in the way that I look at you. Your eyes just say it all. And um, I just want to remind you specifically that I was in your shoes at the exact same age. And, you know, yeah, I might have been in treatment when I was around your age. However, you too can get out of this. You don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to continue living in this struggle. 
And I know that is so much easier said than done. But at the same time, you deserve so much more than what you're showing yourself. And that's what I had to remind myself too, is I deserve more from myself because if I can't give myself what I need, I can't give anybody else what they need and nobody else can give me what I need because I'm not trying to give me what I need. And I also had to ask myself this question a lot because I think you and I are both afraid of the unknown. We, um, we both tend to get comfortable in what's familiar. But I had to ask myself this question, what if it's better than we thought? What if it's easier than we thought? What if it's more rewarding than we thought? Because when you close old doors, new ones begin to open. And if you are feeling like this door needs to be closed, it's time to close it. And before every episode, I have incense lit, but um, I have incense lit. And before every episode, I cleanse my space and my area, just asking for guidance, for the universe, for God, for Allah, for whoever to come and speak through me to impact you or speak to you or give you the signs that you need. Because I want to be that older sister, supportive older sister that you needed but didn't have. And in a way, that's what this is for me. I'm that older sister to my childhood self who didn't have who she needed. And so I became the person that I needed. And in your addiction, you're walking further away from the person that you need to be. You're trying to survive. And the hard thing about addiction is in the moment it feels so good, but you don't realize you're just fighting to survive. You are in a state of survival. And I talked about that in my self-care episode, what it's like being in a state of survival. It's really hard. But I realized, like I was saying, if it's what if it's better than you think easier? I was overthinking it too much. I've been clean from cigarettes, nicotine, for three days. And I'm not celebrating yet. Like, yes, very proud of myself for making the step and being three days clean. Yes, supporting and celebrating that progress. However, I've made it two, three weeks, two or three times before. And so for me, this is really going to test my dedication. But I saw a quote along the lines of this. A made up mind is a mind that won't change or something like that. And um, it just, I had to make my mind up. I couldn't keep playing this back and forth, back and forth of, I want to quit, but I'm still smoking. I want to quit, but I'm still smoking. I want to quit, but I'm still shooting up. I want to quit, but I'm still doing lines. I want to quit, but I'm still crushing pills. I want to quit, but I'm still doing meth. I want to quit, but I'm still doing the things that I know that I shouldn't be doing in order to quit. And it's like I said, I was overthinking it too much and I was really getting stuck in self-doubt. When you're using, it's really hard to remember what it was like before you were on drugs, especially when you're like months, years deep into addiction. It's really hard to remember what life was like before. But the thing with that is once you're able to start stepping back and start taking these things out of your system and start releasing these things and replacing them with something more beneficial, that's when we start to remember the feeling of life. And I had to remind myself too, since I like to cope using drugs or nicotine, cigarettes, life is not supposed to be easy all the time. 
And in those moments of struggle, it does not permit me, allow me to go back to what has kept me stuck. Because old keys don't open new doors. And with the type of person that I am, I always preach self-growth and growing and pushing yourself to your limits. And I got too comfortable. I got too comfortable smoking. I was like, oh, my sister's done this for 10 plus years. She's still fine. It doesn't matter. It does matter. Because I have to start to think about the consequences of what could happen if I don't. Because I'm not her. In 10 years, who's to say my lungs aren't going to collapse because I started with vaping. We have no idea what's in vapes, you guys. We know there's toxic metals in there. And I had to ask myself, do I actually want this stuff going in my body? If I'm preaching happiness, healthiness, and growth, but I'm putting metal and chemicals and tar into my lungs, then I'm a hypocrite. And it's these things that are holding me back, and I know they're holding me back. And so for me, I just had to stop. And shout out to my sister. I don't know if her parents still listen to this. So if they do, I'm sorry that I just ratted you out. However, I um, I was straight up with her because we smoked together. I was like, girl, I can't do this alone because I've tried and I've tried and I've tried to do this. And I can't continue to put myself around you and have you smoking too. I was, I just kept asking her, I was like, can we please quit together for probably like two weeks? Please, can you quit with me? Can you quit with me? I can't do this alone. I don't want to do this alone. And I also want you to do this with me because of the sake of your health. You know, like she started coming to the gym with me. She started working out really hard with me. And I'm so grateful for that because it's given me an opportunity to A, build my relationship with her. Two, watch her grow. And her growth inspires my growth. And three, if I'm preaching healthy living and she's starting to do these things with me, why not try to be a supportive friend or sister and get her to do this with me for the sake of her health, for the sake of our money, for the sake of all these things. Because something that really forced me to look at the reality of stuff is looking at how much you use and then how much you spend money on it. If you add that up, like every time that you go to get more drugs, more cigarettes, more alcohol, whatever, and you're spending 60, 70 bucks, just ask yourself, if I quit, what else could that money go to? I don't know, maybe some food, your house, a car payment, you know, other necessities that could make life a lot more comfortable for us. But like I said, it's really hard to have that as a motivator sometimes because I can only lead a horse to water, but I can't make it drink. I can only give you guys these tips and my knowledge and my advice and my experience, but I can't make you quit. I can't make you change. I can't make you want to do something different. I can only hope and pray that with time and with effort that you guys too can understand life is so beautiful without drugs and it may not feel like it in certain moments because trust me there's some times that it feels like it would be so much easier to just go back to the way things were and cope that way but listen to me you're better than that 
And you know that you're better than that because if there was not that piece of you that was like, Alyssa, help me, I want to change. You just wouldn't. But the first step of wanting to change is realizing there is an issue and something needs to change. But that same day probably won't be the day that you quit. For me with cigarettes, and my mom used to smoke cigarettes too, but she's been nicotine cigarette free for like 30 plus years now. She was telling me, that she also just got to a point where she was so fed up. And I think that's when you know something can change, is when you get so fed up with how you feel, how much money you're spending, how much you're using, how your relationships are affected. Once you start to see the repercussions of the things that you're doing and you get fed up, that's when I encourage you to fight your hardest to actually let it go. And I know, again, so much easier said than done. But when you're getting fed up with something, it's because your higher power is trying to tell you there's a greater door beyond this. And if you're willing to let go and shut this old door, this new one's about to open for you. But it can't if you don't make the choice to do something different. It's a very hard pill to swallow, but it's a very realistic pill that you're going to have to swallow. I know that it's so easy to get caught up in your shame. And mine this past week was, I'm a failure. I'm not good enough. But here's the thing. I am good enough. And it's not a failure if I choose to learn and do something different. I am good enough. And it's not a failure if I choose to learn and to do something different. And what told me that I wasn't good enough or that I'm a failure was I didn't quit. And I put all that pressure on myself. And I really feel like I let you guys down. But I'm back, I'm stronger than I have been, and I promise myself, I'm done. I'm not going back. That old key is not gonna open the new doors that I've been praying for. And so I have to do something different. I don't have to be a product of my environment. I can be a product of my choices. And I choose to do something different. I choose to be someone different and not to just camouflage with the world and do what I feel like what I need to do to please others but I'm being different for me to push myself and break my boundaries and my limits and see I'm so much stronger than I thought I was and that's all I hope for you guys too if you made it all the way to the end thank you again for sticking around it really means a lot to me when you guys come in and come listen to me and talk about real life shit because addiction is an ugly ugly disease it's very hard to cope with and to change. I get that. But um, you guys continue to show up for yourselves and do the work. And it may feel like things aren't changing right now. But, you know, your higher power is working behind you if you choose to lean into that. And through me quitting cigarettes, leaning on my higher power has been so comforting, so rewarding, so fulfilling. Because in those times of uncertainty and unsureness... I have sureness and I have certainty in my faith and knowing that everything is going to be okay because if it's not, it's not the end. So I want you guys to carry that with you this week. If it's not okay, it's not the end. So don't beat yourself up and know that greater things are coming if you choose to make different decisions. I love you guys very, very much. Thank you again for being here and I will see you guys on Saturday. Bye.